The following material is for mature but silly audiences only. Strong language is used in this episode. Please don't listen to this if you think your parents will be mad at us for exposing you to these naughty words, or if you are Mackenzie's mother. Doctor, here's a bunch of money. I need you to say my thing be thangin'. Mm-hmm. King Henry VIII's dick is massive. Hello, hello, my name is Addison. I'm Mackenzie, and we're your co-hosts. Welcome to Silly Religion. Let's get silly. So today, we're talking about our main hoe, you know? Yes. King Henry VIII. King Henry VIII! What a man. So, I figured we'd start off the first <laughs> segment. I guess it's the second segment. We had to scratch the first <laughs> segment. It was too hard. Um, by doing some trivia mm-hmm. about the wives. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they deserve to be mentioned, but I feel like he is the main... He's the one on the wall. They got a whole musical, but that yeah. doesn't matter. So, I found a Six the Musical quiz, mm-hmm. which is really just from Six the Musical's website. They have okay. a quiz. You get to pick your quiz level. Do you okay. want beginner, intermediate, or expert? Let's... <laughs> Which do you want? I feel like intermediate because we're intermediate? not to be experts, so I can't yeah. do expert okay. level. But I don't want to seem like a wimp and do me- beginning. How well do you know our Tudor queens? Tonight our queens are going to tell you a story you think you've heard before. We've all been taught the famous rhyme, but how well do you really know the Tudors? Which queen's emblem was a phoenix? Jane Seymour, Anne of Cleves, Catherine Parr, or Anne Boleyn? She was very confident going into this. Can I do beginner level? (laughs) Yeah. You don't know these either. I'm not claiming to be. You could help. (laughs) I know nothing. Okay. We're six, but can you guess who we are from these six clues? Okay. Okay, This this I can do, I think. I'm the Catherine who lost her head. The options are Anne Boleyn, (laughs) Jane Seymour, Catherine Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Correct answer. In 1522, I came straight to the UK. That's Anne Boleyn. <laughs> I'm the survivor. Catherine Parr. I bet you want to know how we got this far. We're going to get copyrighted for me. No, you can say lyrics. Okay. These are all from Six the Musical. We're not claiming to own these. I'm the w- I was the one- only one who truly loved... more Rude. When he saw my portrait, he was like, yeah, I know this one. I know this one. Yep. (laughs) Was married 24 years. I'm a paragon of royalty. You scored six. Slay. Slay. Should we do the expert one just for shits and giggles? Yes. That's our first swear word of the podcast. Oh my gosh. We didn't even say fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Okay, who was the... First tutor. What are my options? Because I have Henry the Eighth, Henry the Fifth, Edward the Sixth, Henry the Seventh. Who Henry the Seventh? Correct answer. He was the dad of Henry the Eighth. He was. How many of the queens were married before Henry put a ring on it? Your options are one through four. One, because it was. Oh. Incorrect. The answer is two. Catherine and Aragon Aaron. was married to Henry's we're older getting, brother. We're gonna get into that. That's on my notes. <laughs> Maybe we should just move on. Okay. To who was the other one? Um, Catherine Parr. Oh, she was married twice. Hmm. Okay. So. Yes. 
religion before Henry. More yeah. like Henry before his slut era. Okay. Because Henry was deeply religious. Okay. Specifically Catholic. And okay. yes. And his life was very influenced by the Catholic Church. And so he was the spare. Originally. Like the other dude from Sussex. Yes. OG spare. Yes, he was a spare. Okay. So his dad, Henry VII, gets to be king because of a bunch of civil wars that happened. They win. He gets to be it. Okay. He has his first son, Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) You know what just went through my head? Guess what went through my head first? The cartoon. Similar line of thought. I was trying to think of the Arthur theme song, and the only thing in my head was the Caillou theme song. I wasn't allowed to watch Caillou as a kid because my parents didn't want me to be a brat. I wasn't allowed to watch Spongebob because my mom didn't like how they treated each other. I wasn't allowed to watch Nickelodeon in general. (laughs) Fair enough. Valid. We got rid of cable when I was in the second grade, so. Mm. So, Arthur's born, then Henry VIII. And Arthur is set to be king, so he's like getting educated, whatnot, to be king. Yeah. And Henry, they're like, you need a purpose. You're like, besides just being his bear. Little boy. So he was set to become like a godly man, like have a position in the church when he grew up. He's on that path to be a pope. Yeah. And so he had a bunch of like philosophers and really educated people teach him as a kid okay and a lot of it was influenced by catholicism okay and he wasn't really seen as important in his family but he was really popular outside of it because he was super hot we get to that (laughs) i have information about that too i can't believe you he was hot and popular like people loved him and then he yeah we get to that though. We are before that the slut looks era. like my dad. Okay, so he's really popular. People love hanging out with him. He's kind of a party kid, but also he's being taught by the best of the best. Well, yeah, I feel like of the religions, Catholics party the best. Mm-hmm. So and so then, Prince Arthur set to marry Catherine Aragon. Okay, because she was from Spain. And of, like, nobility and whatnot. And so that was going to kind of, like, solidify their, like, bestie status with Okay. Spain. Because they're a fresh little, like, royal family. They need all the help they can get. Do you want to know something really silly? What? That's literally against the laws of Deuteronomy. But okay. We get into the Bible, too. We get into the Bible. I know so much about the Bible. <laughs> and so they get married. Okay and they're living their own life henry is still a party boy and he's like very they're both young like i'm pretty sure yeah arthur was 15 years old when he married Catherine. holy cow yeah so like i freshman oh. in high school <laughs> no so 15 years old marries okay then promptly dies <laughs> How did he die? I'm pretty sure he got ill. Like, died of sickness. But what else, like, that happens in that time period, I feel like. Oh, you ready? Yes. They both, Arthur and Catherine, both got sick. 
They both got sick with a malign vapor which proceeded from the air. Interesting. It has been suggested that this illness was the mysterious English sweating sickness, tuberculosis, plague, or influenza. Hmm. He died six months before his 16th birthday. Yeah. So he dies, and they're like, shit. Yeah. Henry, you are now the heir to the throne. Slay. You are a child, but just letting you know, all this education up until this point doesn't really matter because that is not your life path anymore. You don't get to be, be the Pope. You are going to be king. And he's like, cool, whatever. Like, his dad is still reigning, so mm-hmm. Henry Seventh is still the king, so it doesn't really matter at this point. But they still need that alliance with Spain. So they are like, what if Catherine and Henry get married? But this is where the Bible comes into play. Leviticus 2021 is like do not marry it's so specific and it just is random that it happens to work with this you cannot marry your brother's widow because you will not have children leviticus 2021 if a man marries his brother's wife it's an act of impurity he has dishonored his brother they will be childless and so this is where the catholic church comes into play yeah they go to the pope they're like hey bestie we need this to happen. Make it happen. They're like, we control you. What do we need to do for you to say yes? And the Pope's like, yeah, permission from God. Go get married. <laughs> That's what the Pope's do. Permission from God. Go get yes. married. So they get permission. And okay. then Catherine and Henry get married. First of the six. How old are they? Not old, because this happened pretty quickly after. And so she for sure did not love him. No, well, she was with her, his brother. Could like she for sure didn't love Arthur either. You die. Like if I were to die, I do not want my spouse to go marry my sister. I think it would be really funny because I only have brothers. So one of my <laughs> brothers would have to be forced into a gay marriage. Vibes. Yeah, it would for sure be Jackson. I don't know any of these people, so. <laughs> Okay. Not the one you met last night. Okay. So after this, all of like he's set to marry Catherine. He's gonna be king now. This boy's going through a lot. His brother's dead. Mom dies. And he's like super close with his mom because the king's obviously in charge of Arthur because Arthur's gonna be king. Well, because daddy doesn't care if you're not taking over for him. Yeah, and so his mom was really close. She died. She was for sure an accidental pregnancy. No, you have to have a spare. You have to have a spare? Yeah, because what if the heir dies? Then they wouldn't have anybody. Good. The, the monarchy the can die. Harry's the spare. Was the spare. Like, you have the heir and the spare. You have to have at least two kids. I hate that. Only children would be better monarchs. We love the monarchy. Do we? Um, the fact that he's a king, we don't. We are not under his rule. But the fact that he's a king is so anti-feminist and gives me the egg. Like, we're gonna have a king forever, too. Mm-hmm. No. Charles. Yeah, Charles. William. William. And well, Charlotte. Charlotte's not first. George's. George is first. Ah. 
Yeah. I don't want a king. They're only going to be kings for the rest I of our life. I like I live there. <laughs> I would love to. And at that point, I would respect the crown. And I do respect the crown right now. I knew exactly where I was when the queen, when I found out the queen died. I was in the PSU. I was in front of the library in the second table from the door, facing the door. And I found out on Instagram and I stopped doing my homework for the rest of the day. And then God Save the Queen started playing. I remember where I was when Matthew Perry died. Okay, mom dies. Yeah. Henry VII is still king because yeah. he's still alive. Henry VII's paranoid. Yeah. He becomes, like, tyrannical. Like, is killing people, charging money for a lot of things. Like, awful. People are like, we hate you as a king. Good. Dies. Good. And everybody is like, thank God you're dead. Yeah. Like, they're excited because now popular Prince Henry VIII gets to be king. And they're like, fuck yeah. Okay. Fucketh to the yes. <laughs> Fucketh to the yes. And so they're super excited. He becomes king. He is still under the influence of the Catholic Church at this point. Yeah. He is a deeply Catholic man. Catherine is also Catholic. Yes. Catherine's main jobs. Make male babies. Good. Keep alliance with Spain. Good. Two jobs. Only two jobs. I have a feeling she's not going to be able to do that. No. They have... Five pregnancies, none of them produce a successful male. Well, because Leviticus said they can't. Mm-hmm. The, there were a few boys that I think died. Yeah. The fifth one that was kind of Henry's last straw was that she was a girl. Princess Mary, I think her name was. Oh my gosh, wait, is that where we get Bloody Mary from? Did they say Mary? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. Mm, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Keep going. I'm Googling. we get into that later. He didn't marry Catherine until he was 18. So there was like, so there was a bit of time. But they were like set to marry. And so as he's king, he is spending loads of money and doing all these things. He's partying hard. And they're like, we don't have the money for this. And he's like, well, sucks to suck. Yeah, this is how you raised like, me. I didn't I, take an economics like, class. I am king. I want to like spend money. Yeah. And so he giving is, French vibes, honestly. Yeah. So he is spending an insane amount of money and his one goal is to conquer France. He wants to go down in history as the man who conquered France. And all of his advisors are like, You are spending all our money, we have no money, and also no. <laughs> and so Cardinal Cardinal Woolsey, what a man, is yeah. like, hmm, if I help him. I will get personal gain from this. Yeah. So he goes up to our bestie and is like, hey, you're king. You can do whatever you want, man. And becomes his advisor and starts working his way up and is advising him. And so Henry's like, we can invade France. The battles happen. God said so. What not. At this point, still no baby boy. So like, is life really successful? Because you've only had a baby girl and like, who cares? She like, and of course it's Catherine's fault that there has been yeah no boys. Well, not the Bible. Also, not the fact that sperm is what determines the gender. Well, well, see, the sex, but yeah. I'm pretty sure he had like an illegitimate child because he had a ton of mistresses. Well, yeah, yeah. Have you seen one, him? One has a boy, so he's like, "It's not me, it's you." But he can't say I've had. 
a boy. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, okay, like, we just need to figure this out. We need a boy. Yeah. And so. We'll pray about it. Yeah. And so, Pope comes to Henry, uh-huh. like, the Pope, and is like, hey, France is not the Vatican. We're kind of battling them too. And Henry's like, this is my chance. This is my chance. I can help the Pope and I am taking on France. So he does that. He is still so involved with the Catholics. He is a Catholic lover. He is a fanboy, a stan of Catholicism. That man right there loves the Catholics. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he would love the Catholics. You see that nose? Mm-hmm. He's up. He, that's a brown nose. He's up the Pope's butt. Okay. Anyways. This is where shit gets bad. Okay. So Catherine, don't know babies, other boys, and things happen with Catherine's nephew that result in her nephew having control over the Pope and their alliance in Spain breaking off. So now Catherine She had one job! Two jobs. Yeah. So now Catherine has not had a baby boy and the alliance is broken. And so he starts looking for other girls. Yeah. And this is where we get into a slut era. Slut, 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 slut. So he is looking at other ladies while he's still married. And he finds Anne Boleyn. Oh, okay, yes. She is one of Catherine's ladies-in-waiting. She's also Protestant. <laughs> of the Reformation. She's not like other girlies. She's a Protestant. <gasps> oh, so influence she? starts coming so he yeah is like falling in love with her well because like the protestant reformation was 1520 mm-hmm. the year technically started yes. i don't know if i have a date for when they get well i mean he asked for his marriage to be annulled in 1527 okay and so he starts like falling in love with her he's writing letters to her of like i love you like i want to do naughty what naughty it? things to you <laughs> naughty naughty things to you okay and she is such a girl boss because she goes, Henry, I don't want to be your mistress. I want to be the queen. So unless you can do that, I'm not giving you anything. Icon behavior. Yeah. And so. Like, love that like, for her. Okay, well, I need to figure out how to marry this woman because I'm in love with her. Yeah. So he goes to the church. He's like, hey, besties, I need an annulment. I need to divorce my wife. Yeah trial happens and then leviticus comes back up the leviticus clause he argues that leviticus 2021 is the reason that his marriage is not working out and they haven't had a kid and that the pope is in the wrong because he gave permission for the marriage and so it's the pope's fault and there's nothing they can do about the marriage and so the marriage needs to end you know i see his logic he's really trying to girl boss his way out of this but the issue is that he's a man also i remember watching watching like something about this whole thing yeah like years ago okay and i vaguely remember him also being like we don't know that Catherine didn't have sex with arthur so like they were both could, sick the entire so time they were made illegitimate true too. yeah so the child could be illegitimate mary so he's finding it any way possible to get her out and the pope is like is under control of catherine's nephew still yeah and he's like no sorry you're married suck it up <laughs> and this is when henry begins to be like what if i don't like the catholics before this he <laughs> literally wrote a response 
to Martin Luther's theses. Yeah, I know. And was given the name of Faith Defender. Yeah. And now he's like, what if I'm not Catholic? What if, what if I'm not vibing with this? Yeah. So, 1529, which is two years after he asked the Pope for this annulment, he, like, technically that's when the start period of the Church of England happened. Right? It took him two years to get his shit together. He's like, how do I have a religion? What? That's what he sounds like, actually. <laughs> we met him. <laughs> and so, he goes, farms the Church of England. He passed a bunch of laws in their government, which, ab- like, <laughs> abolished the authority of the Pope. I have it written down. Within England. Popal authority is what it's called. There was the... Act of supremacy and the act of succession. Yeah. So it made him the supreme head of the church and it took Mary out of Mary and Elizabeth because he had a second daughter at this point. Yeah. Because Elizabeth was Anne's girl. Yeah. And took them both out of succession. So he has no heirs at all now. Yeah. Because he took them out. And he was like, I'm the head of the Church of England now. Mm-hmm. Which, fun fact, if you study early Church of England at all, mm-hmm. It's just Catholic. But you can get divorced. There's no difference. Because he loves the Catholics. He is Catholic, born and bred. Yes. And like, he's like, I'm going to be Catholic, but I'm going to stay in the Church of England so that I can justify divorcing my wife. And they get a divorce. Yeah, they got a divorce. So like, then what happened with the wives? So, Henry assumes the role of supreme head of the church he is living his life he gets married to Anne the day after or the week after oh my gosh imagine being married in that time like you can get divorced one day and then literally get married the next day i'm pretty sure my parents divorced took like two years mm-hmm. yeah he like marries her quick because quick. he's like i he goes i legally want to be able to fuck this woman yes <laughs> He is horny. And so he's like, we need to speed this process up, everybody. He looks horny. That's his official portrait. That is a horny looking man. <laughs> horny man. I know things about that portrait, though. That This portrait is horny jail. Well, that was made for him to look manly. Yeah, it definitely looks like he's doing the thing where, like... Well, see, the royals would eat 5,000 calories a day because they could afford it. Good. But no vegetables. So that's why, he, that's why he gained so much weight. Okay. He was known as this, like, muscular, handsome man, <sighs> and then just continued to gain weight. But he's not doing diet. the lift. He's not getting that macro no. protein. But that's why he looked like that. And he eventually had a doctor, like, come out and say, because Anne went on to, like, kind of trash talk him and be like, his penis is kind of small, everybody. Like, that's why he had a bunch of girls. And he heard like, not satisfying. Have you heard about, like, how boy versus girl happens, like, in regards to biology? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to have had a tiny dick. Yeah. But she's like, the manlyhood's not manly. <laughs> and so... Did he, he have a doctor? He has a doctor make a formal statement about his health and his, like, bits. <laughs> he goes, doctor. Doctor. Mm-hmm. Here's a bunch of money. I need you to say mm-hmm. that the thought... <laughs> Doctor, here's a bunch of money. I need you to say my thing be thangin'. Mm-hmm. King Henry VIII's dick is massive. <laughs> you know what? You know what I didn't <laughs> expect to go in the first episode of our religion podcast? 
dick size of rulers. Maybe that could be it. But too, this like. is religious <laughs> because during all of this, he's trying to run a church. A church. Yeah. And so, like, okay, let's read the Wikipedia page because that's obviously the best. Yes, the best source yeah. ever. So Henry's religious beliefs remained aligned to traditional Catholicism, mm-hmm. right? And so the main doctrine of the Protestant Reformation was used as justification by faith alone, mm. like, rather than good works, mm-hmm. right? And so he was like, yo, mass, sacraments, charitable acts, prayers to saints, prayers for the dead, pilgrimage, veneration of relics, which I believe are, like, they're different sacraments, do not get you more divine favor. Doing these things are optional. I mean, vibes. Like, if you don't have to do the work. Yeah. He's eating 5,000 calories a day. He can, (laughs) like, he is too busy consuming food (laughs) to be doing these things. He's like, I need a break. Yeah. And some ham. (laughs) Ham is pretty good, not gonna lie. I have not had ham in probably three years. I only smoked ham. Are you a vegetarian? I was, and I'm transitioning out of it. Okay. Um, my friend's dad calls me a reformed and recovering vegetarian. So then, like, do you want to finish up the things with the wives, or do we want to keep going with the Church of England? I feel like some things that are important. Okay. So, Anne results in a beheading, because she's saying things about him. Well, yeah, she's committing treason is, against his dick. There's a forced confession. Of a man saying they kissed. She and a few others get beheaded for treason, conspiring to kill the king, incest, because it's thought that she was, like, with her brother or something like that for a little bit. Brother or cousin, something like that. Beheaded. Yeah. Next comes Jane Seymour. Yeah. Jane's a Catholic. (laughs) Jane is a devout Catholic. Yeah. And... She was one of Anne's ladies in waiting. He just. The queens need to stop having ladies in waiting because they're going to get pregnant with her husband's baby. Mm-hmm. So, okay, this is what I was thinking of. He married Jane the day after Anne was executed. Okay. I think the other one was like a week after yeah. the divorce, but still very quickly. Yeah. Jane's a Catholic. And whenever she's, like, talking about it and is, like, hmm, Catholicism, because he's dissolving monasteries yeah. for money to then, yeah. like, fuel his party behavior. Yeah. He goes Get his 5,000 calories. He yeah. needs money he's to buy those pigs. dissolving monasteries simply for his financial gain. And she's, like, that's not okay. And he's, like, I just chopped the head off of Anne. Do you want to join her? And she's, like, you know what? Maybe dissolve the monasteries. Maybe it's a great idea, Henry. Like, <laughs> I feel like you are just, like, the man and you're really smart. You're so smart, love. You're so smart. And so she gives him a boy. Good. Finally. Third kid. She finishes her job. Gives a boy. Dies a week later from complications of childbirth. Jane Seymour, the only one Mm. he truly loved. I'm really appreciative for modern medicine. Mm -hmm. Dies. So then he's really depressed after this. I will give him that. Grieving his wife. And like, you need a new wife. Like, you have three children. You have a computer. Someone has to take care of the babies. They give him, like, pictures of people, and they're like, pick one. We'll go get her. Takes Anne of Cleves. She comes. He's like, you are ugly as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They are together less than a year. I think it's, like, maybe six months. Never have sex. Even though they're married. Good. Good. Yeah. 
and abstinence also, only. Henry fallen off of a horse before this. I've heard about that. And so he like received a lot of brain damage from it. And people yeah. historians think that that's why he kind of like went off of the rails. Yeah. And he also had like an injured leg that would like ooze and smell. And so he's over here being like, "You're an ugly bitch," and she's like, "You smell." <laughs> so they end it. What? Yeah. She goes and lives her life. Catherine happens. Catherine gets beheaded because she is sleeping with people. Yeah. She was also like 15 when they got yeah. married, and he's old at this point. Like she's his second to last wife, and he died at the age of like 55, and she was 15 when they got married. Pedophilia is told you can't do it in the Bible, guys. Read the Bible. I don't know if you saw what I sent you, but somebody said that if Catherine's, like, if Catherine was a Taylor Swift song, Catherine Howard, it would be 15. (laughs) And so he moves on finally to Catherine Parr. Once again, Catholic. He's not with Protestant women. Okay. He is still seeking Catholicism in his life in any way he can. Marries Catherine. And Catherine cheats the system, kind of. Okay. She's Catholic, and she'll kind of argue, and she'll be like, well, like, like, she'll talk about things and how it's a miracle, like, she's consuming the body of Christ. Like, that is a miracle. And he's like, no, I'm going to behead you. This is treason. Stop talking about it. You are wrong. Yeah, because the Church of England at the point in time did not believe that the Eucharist was the body of Christ. But she it was a symbol. Yeah, but she did because she was Catholic. Yeah, and her like way to cheat the system was like, "You're so smart. I'm just learning from you. I'm not arguing with you. Like, you might think that I am actually telling you that you're wrong when I say that it is the body of Christ. But really, I'm just ignorant. I don't know any better, Henry. Yeah. Can you please teach me. And because he's a man, he's like. Oh my gosh, I can't behead you. You're just like dumb, and that's not your fault. And so they <laughs> <Meanwhile, laughs> like <it's losing. laughs> so live this little marriage. Okay. Of them like arguing, but her kind of like putting him in his place. Good. And then he finally gets sick and dies at the age of 55, okay. and she outlives him. Okay. And this whole legacy that he like built up, his son dies very quickly after that. And so then it is Mary and Elizabeth. Yeah. To keep the crown up and going. Neither of them have kids. Mary goes to Ireland. Elizabeth stays Mm -hmm. in England. Yeah. Neither of them have kids. So his bloodline is gone. After them. He did all of this. His official bloodline. Yeah. There's still probably some bits and pieces. but Probably my dad. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is Irish. He could be an illegitimate child. Illegitimate? (laughs) Illegitimate child of Mary. But yeah. So. Okay. So then, like, let's go back to the Church of England. So, like, Edward, oh my goodness, wait, Edward VI, his son, mm-hmm. born in 1547, died in 1553. He was yeah. six years old. Mm-hmm. Kids did not make it very long. In the reign of Edward VI, the Church of England underwent an extensive theological reformation. Who? This six-year-old? Okay. The six-year-old was like, hmm, I'm educated enough to make- The bread is not- (laughs) Wait, you're the Catholic Church. Yes. Try to convince- I'm Edward. Convince me that the Eucharist Mm -hmm. is actually the body of Christ. So it is a miracle. That is bread. (laughs) (laughs) He's six! Or he 
the Christ. He's like, I don't want to consume the body of Christ. <laughs> it is bad. I don't want to do confession. I don't do any more. I'm just a baby. And then he dies, so it's fine. Yeah. He dies out of he dies from <laughs> fear of consuming the body because he's so wrapped with guilt of this possibility and he dies. <laughs> okay. So anyways. Then essentially, once you have Americans, because this is where I start knowing things. I know a lot about religion specifically within America, mainly because I took a class called Religion in America that you have also taken. Yes. So these, the Protestants are leaving Europe because they're like, we the Catholics are mad at us. <laughs> so they all come to America. And at this point, people that are members of the Church of England are called Anglicans. Right, and they get there, and then these Protestants start bullying them because they're Anglicans, right? And at this point, this is where we start getting Methodists and Baptist, mm. Methodists and Baptists, <laughs> and like so they changed to the Episcopalian Church mm. because they didn't want to be bullied, and so people are like, "What? What do you mean, Church of England?" No, it's just Episcopal. So if you're from America and you're like, what is the Church of England? Go to an Episcopal church. They're actually pretty cool. Um, but so like the Episcopal church now, what are they What are they up to, right? Their little ditties. What are they doing? Well, I found out something fun that actually really interested me for a little bit. They run a church near you, which is an online directory service for every Episcopalian church in the United States. The so you, most mega of mega churches. Yeah, <laughs> the most mega of mega churches. It's a user edited resource. So, like, the church yeah. has kind of, but the church location has to go in and edit that they're mm -hmm. there. And then I could put in my zip code and it would be like, okay, this is the closest Episcopalian church to you. Here's the contact information, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, it currently lists more than 16,000 churches, has over 20,000 editors within their 42 dioceses. Okay. Um, and, like, it's really exciting. Mm -hmm. They also have a church heritage record. The whole point of that is for the 16,000 buildings yes. of these congregations it, congregations, it includes architectural history, archaeology, art history, and the surrounding natural environment of the church which is really cool to me because like my the church i currently attend and then the church my mom currently works at were both built like pre-civil war mm -hmm. and like i'm originally from the southwest united states so like my state became a state after cars right a like baby state yeah it, it's massive though <laughs> just a baby it's just a baby it's just a baby state <laughs> but like i remember its hundredth birthday when did it become a state? 1912. Arizona became a state in 1912. <laughs> right? That feels wrong. <laughs> well, like, and so there, everything there is newer. Yeah. Right? And so then I move here, and it's like, what do you mean this building was built in, like, 1816 what? Mm-hmm. There were people in 1816? Right? Just wait till you hear how old buildings are in England. I know. And so I think it's really interesting that they, like, acknowledge their history, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing I want to bring up, this is my favorite difference between the Episcopalian Church and the Roman Catholic Church. 
Eucharist, right? I keep bringing it up. Back up to Eucharist. Okay, so Edward's biggest fear. (laughs) Yeah. So the Catholic Church, specifically, this has to do with celiac disease. My mom is celiac, so I've like recently been doing research on it or whatever. The Catholic Church, the Catholic Church's official statement on Eucharist is that once it has been blessed Mm -hmm. by the priest, it is then the body of Christ. Yes. And so if you have celiac disease you can consume it and you will be fine because it is no longer bread it is the body of christ have any catholics that have celiac (laughs) confirmed or denied this statement i I googled it Mm -hmm. clearly i'm probably a full like reddit oh it is (laughs) people devoting their life to if there is gluten or not yeah well like yeah anyways the Episcopalians' statement is, although we do believe it symbolizes the body of Christ, that may be incorrect. I maybe use a different word, but it doesn't matter. You can We're Google it yourself. Here. Um, yeah, I did the research. You didn't. If you want to correct me, you can do the research. You can fully correct us. We will take corrections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will educate ourselves um, and let you educate us. <laughs> Neither of us are Episcopalians, so we probably we should have had a lid. The lid's Episcopalian. <laughs> We're over here like, we know everything. We do not. Please correct us if we are wrong. (laughs) Anyways. We're just mere children. So they say, celiacs is a horrible disease. We will provide gluten-free elements. Okay, so just the Catholic... Catholic Church, it's by parish. Mm. And they have said that a priest can bless gluten-free sacraments that'll then be the body of Christ. Is it, like, is the body of Christ missing something, though? If it It's is, missing the gluten. But does that, like, do anything? Like, is somebody less blessed if they... Is communion need gluten? As previously stated, the Catholic Church states that the communion wafer must contain gluten. This is because they believe that communion host literally becomes the body of Christ after it has been consecrated. So not only does it not include like the gluten goes away but it has to have gluten in the first yeah (laughs) and they don't offer gluten-free options so episcopal churches have started offering Mm -hmm. gluten-free options and many many churches that do communion offer gluten-free because like celiac disease you eat gluten and your body's intestinal lining destroys itself right it's an awful illness yeah um i guess for god yeah for god are you really able to make an argument like (laughs) The other thing I wanted to bring up is some of my favorite Episcopalian celebrities. This is from famousfix.com. So if you're a celebrity listening to this and it's wrong, email me. We'd love to get coffee. <laughs> Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. I saw an interview with her last week. She's so funny and just like seems like a very nice person. Let's see. The Hemsworth family interesting yeah all the hemsworths or like a brother well right now it so far says liam but they're like ranked by how many Mm -hmm. people interact with it Mm -hmm. so for right now i'm just gonna say the hemsworth family okay this is the one i really wanted to tell you about josh groban Mm -hmm. so i wanted to tell you this because it has nothing to do with the episcopal (laughs) church did you see who is going to be replacing josh groban after his run with sweeney todd i did not okay aaron tv Slay. Had they have you heard who they announced is the like female main character? No. Sutton Foster. 
I know Sutton Foster from Shrek the Musical. Mm-hmm. Like, just hearing Fiona yeah. play the leading lady, like, it feels like a stunt cast. Well, did you see that Jordan Fisher is taking over from Hadestown? <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. So basically, the swings are taking over for Hadestown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm next. Mariah Carey. Okay. All I want for Christmas is gluten-free communion beautiful yeah um this was i felt the need to mention like Meghan markle and prince harry and like kate middleton and it's like but i'm pretty sure that Meghan went to a private school that was religiously affiliated so yeah so she was... might actually be episcopalian but was it episcopalian or was it did she go to a catholic private school I'm trying to impress you with the fact that I can type without looking at my You're thing. so impressive. You know how to type at the age of 21? I'm so proud of you. Catholic school. I freaking knew it. See? She's Episcopalian by marriage. Yeah. So it's not even, like, she might be practicing. Like She also might not be because she grew up in LA. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know education in the Southwest. Sometimes it, public school is bad. Mm-hmm. And her family was fairly wealthy. So they may have just sent her there because it was the best school that they could get. Right? Yeah. Like, she's a nepotism so baby, she isn't went, she? I don't think so. Oh. See, I don't know if she was even wealthy. Like, I I watched the docuseries on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Her parents got divorced. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was, like, raised primarily by her mother. And this is religion, because she did marry into royalty that... Yeah. And her grandmother-in-law was the head of the church. Yeah. Okay. Princess Diana, may she rest in peace. Yes. But that's another one that it's like, okay, yeah. Oh, and lastly, most importantly, you can't see it, but up there, I have two Elwoods pop figures. Reese Witherspoon is Episcopalian, and she was listed above Prince Harry as more famous. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Henry. Yeah. King. I'm trying Scott. to decide if we should replace the photo every week with whoever we're talking about, or if he should just live there. What if we don't talk about somebody specific? I just print out the word gluten-free bread. A whole episode on gluten-free. <laughs> I will say my little notes are titled um, Silly Religion Episode 1, King Henry VIII, a.k.a. King Slut. People are going to be like, what are they talking about? But if your mind does not instantly go to King Henry VIII when you say King Slut. Are you really doing it right? Who else would it be? The six-year-old Edward the <laughs> Sixth. Clearly. Clearly. Who's <laughs> like... And where the six is like, bread of bread is bread. <laughs> Have you not seen that John Mulaney no. skit? That's what I'm showing you when we finish this. I'm just a wee babe. No, just a wee little babe. I'm just a little baby. I'm just a little baby. I am so much younger than you. You're so old. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Hope you all have a great week. And just remember, stay silly. Silly Religion is devoted to providing a fun, educational, and brave space 
We are not experts on the subject, nor are we claiming to be. If something we said during this episode was offensive, incorrect, or just wasn't the vibe, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. If you love the episode, want to work with us, or just say hey, we would also love to hear from you. You can email us at sillyreligionpod at gmail.com. You can also leave a review and feedback on the podcasting platform of your choice. Silly Religion is written and produced by Addison McCarty and Mackenzie Slump. Editing and graphics are done by Addison McCarty. Closed captioning is provided by Mackenzie Slump. Vibes are provided by The Adderall Shortage. Music is by scottholmesmusic.com.